وهذا التسبيح يكون للأمور العظيمة مما يدل على أن هذا كان يقظة بروحه وجسده ما زاغ البصر وما طغى وحينما أسري به عليه الصلاة والسلام صلى بالأنبياء كما جاء في صحيح مسلم قال عليه الصلاة والسلام وقد رأيتني في جماعة من الأنبياء فإذا موسى قائم يصلي ثم وصف موسى بأنه رجل جعد كأنه من رجال شنوءة ثم ذكر عيسى عليه السلام وأنه أيضا كان قائما يصلي وذكر أن أقرب الناس به شبها عروة بن مسعود الثقفي رضي الله عنه ثم ذكر إبراهيم وأنه كان أيضا قائما يصلي قال وكان أشبه الناس به صاحبكم يعني نفسه عليه الصلاة والسلام أي أنه كان شبيها بإبراهيم قال فحانت الصلاة فأمنتهم يعني صليت بهم إماما إذا صلى عليه الصلاة والسلام بجميع الأنبياء وفي بعض الروايات قال في جماعة من الأنبياء قال بعض أهل العلم هذا صريح أنه لم يصلي بهم جميعا وإنما صلى بجماعة منهم وطائفة من أهل العلم ذكر أنه صلى بهم وفقد بقوله في جماعة أي أنه صلى بهم جماعة وليس المقصود هنا التبعيض ولهذا ذكر شيئا من أوصافهم ومن يشبههم من الناس وقد جاء التصريح أنه صلى بهم جميعا كما جاء عند الطبر في تفسيره وعند الطحاوي كذلك في مشكل الآثار وأخرجه أيضا البيهقي في دلائل النبوة أن النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام لما جاء بيت المقدس في الليلة التي أسري به عليه الصلاة والسلام قال بعث آدم صلى الله عليه وسلم ومن دونه من الأنبياء وأمهم رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فهذه الرواية كما أشرت رواية حسنة وهي كذلك صريحة لأنه صلى بهم جميعا وجاء كذلك عند النساء في سننه قال فجمع لي الأنبياء عليهم السلام فقدمني جبريل حتى أمنتهم إذا هذا دليل أنه صلى بهم جميعا ثم التفت فإذا النبيون أجمعون يصلون معه كما جاء في مسلم أحمد إذا هذا يدل على أنه اختاره الله واصطفاه وصلى بالأنبياء كلهم عليه الصلاة والسلام وأشير أيضا إلى أن هذا إلى أن هؤلاء الأنبياء هل كانت حياتهم حياة برزخية؟ لا شك أن حياتهم كانت حياة برزخية فليست هي من حياة الدنيا في شيء لم يكونوا مع رسول الله عليه الصلاة والسلام بأجسادهم وأرواحهم إنما هي حياة برزخية ليست من حياة الدنيا في شيء ونؤمن بذلك كما ورد لا نكيف ولا نشبه 
نؤمن أنه صلى بالأنبياء وهم في حياتهم وهم في حياتهم البرزخية معروف أن الأنبياء قد ماتوا وأبدانهم في قبورهم إلا ما ورد في عيسى عليه السلام أنه رفع وبعضهم كذلك يرى أن إدريس كذلك رفع الله قال عن عيسى إني متوفيك ورافعك إلي فرفع بجسده وروحه وسينزل في آخر الزمان وكذلك في قوله تعالى عن إدريس وفي حقه ورفعناه مكانا عليا ولهذا لما مر النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام رأى موسى ليلة أسري به رأى موسى قائما يصلي في قبره ثم رآه في السماء السادسة لما عرج به إلى السماء قال العلماء هذا دليل على أنه كان في حياة برزخية عليه السلام يعني موسى عليه الصلاة والسلام إذا هذا النبي الكريم استطاه الله سبحانه وتعالى وخصه بخصائص لم تكن إلا له عليه الصلاة والسلام فيتحكم على الأمة أن تعرف منزلته وأن تعرف قدره فقد أرسله الله سبحانه وتعالى رحمة للعالمين وأثنى على خلقه وإنك لعلى خلق عظيم وكذلك من الله عليه فشرح صدره ووضع عنه وزره ورفع ذكره وأعلى مقامه ورفع من شأنه ولهذا ستجد أن اسمه مقرونا باسم الله فلا تجد متشهدا ولا خطيبا ولا مصليا إلا وتجده يقول أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وأن محمد رسول الله أفضل الناس وأتقى الناس وأقرب الناس لله جل في علاه ولهذا هذا الخير الذي تعيشه الأمة وعاشت فيه الأمة إنما كان هو السبب في ذلك فهو الذي بلغ هذا الخير فله مثل أجر كل عامل من أمته هو الذي دعا إلى هذا الخير من دعا إلى هدى كان له من الأجر مثل أجور من تبعه لا ينقص ذلك من أجورهم شيئا ومن دعا إلى ضلالة كان عليه من الإثم مثل آثام من تبعه لا ينقص ذلك من آثامهم شيئا كما جاء في صحيح مسلم فإذا أردت إذا أردت أن تعرف هذا النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام وأردت أن تعرف منزلته وقدره عند الله فينبغي أن تعرف خصائصه وفضائله وسيرته وشمائله ودلائل نبوته فقد منحه الله سبحانه وتعالى من الفضائل والقصائص ما لا يلحقه فيها أحد لأن مقامه عظيم عند الله واختصه بخصائص ليست لأحد بهذا وجب على طلبة العلم وأهل الاختصاص أن يعرفوا هذا النبي الكريم وأن يعرفوا فضائله وخصائصه قال الله في القرآن لتؤمنوا بالله ورسوله وتعزروه وتوقروه يعني تعظموا هذا النبي وتجلوه وتقوموا بحقوقه 
فإن الله قد من علينا بإرسال هذا النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام ادرس أخلاق النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام وآدابه كيف كان يعبد ربه ادرس سيرته وأيامه وكل ما يتعلق به عليه الصلاة والسلام فإن سعادة العبد في الدارين معلقة بهدي هذا النبي الكريم عليه الصلاة والسلام فمن نصح نفسه وأحب نجاة نفسه وسعادتها فعليه أن يجتهد ويحرص على معرفة سيرته وهديه عليه الصلاة والسلام فإن الله سبحانه وتعالى خصه بهذا القرآن العظيم وتعهد بحفظه وخصه بصور وآيات كل أحد من الأنبياء وجعل هذا القرآن معجزا وبشر الكتب السابقة بشرت بالنبي عليه الصلاة والسلام فأرسله الله للجن والإنس وجعله خاتم الأنبياء ونصره بالرعب وأحل له الغنائم وجعل له الأرض مسجدا وطهورا عليه الصلاة والسلام بل إن الأنبياء كلهم لو بعثهم الله في حياة هذا النبي لوجب عليهم أن يؤمنوا به وأن يتبعوه فإذا ظهر النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام وهم أحياء فإن الله قد أخذ عليهم الميثاق أن يؤمنوا به وأن يتبعوه ولهذا جعل الله سبحانه وتعالى هذا النبي رحمة للعالمين خصه بخصائص فأعطاه مفاتيح خزائن الأرض وجمع له من مراتب الوحي ما لم يحصل للأنبياء قبله خصه الله بيوم الجمعة وجعله أميا لا يقرأ ولا يكتب وهذا من كمال المعجزة أن يأتي هذا النبي بهذا القرآن العظيم وهو أمي لا يكتب ولا يقرأ وأما مدينته فقد منع الله الدجال والطاعون من دخول هذه المدينة وخصه الله كذلك بجوامع الكلم حتى إن أهل الكتاب ليعلمون بصدقه وبمبعثه إلا أنهم أهل جحود وكذلك جعل بين منبره وبيته روضة من رياض الجنة فهو أب للمؤمنين عليه الصلاة والسلام وقد خصه الله سبحانه وتعالى أيضا بأن خبأ دعوة إلى يوم القيامة وشفاعة عظيمة لا تكون إلا له وهي المقام المحمود وخصه الله عز وجل بمعجزات وآيات هي أظهر في الإعجاز من معجزات غيره وغفر له ما تقدم من ذنبه وما تأخر عليه الصلاة والسلام بل وجعل الملائكة يقاتلون معه في غزواته وخصه الله سبحانه وتعالى بأنه لا يقول إلا وخصه الله سبحانه وتعالى بأن الميت يسأل عنه في قبره وهو أول من ينشق عنه القبر يوم القيامة يبعثه الله يوم القيامة مقاما محمودا فيكسوه حلة خضراء حين يقوم هذا المقام المحمود ويعطيه لواء الحمد يوم القيامة ويخطب الأنبياء في يوم القيامة ويفتح الله عليه من محامده ما لا يفتح على غيره فهو صاحب الوسيلة وصاحب الفضيلة وأكثر الأنبياء تابعا يوم القيامة 
يشهد على أمته يوم القيامة وخصه الله بالكوثر وخصه بالحوض ونسبه لا ينقطع يوم القيامة وهو أول من يمر على الصراط عليه الصلاة والسلام هذه بعض خصائصه ولم نتطرق إلى جميع الخصائص ولعلنا نكتفي بهذا القدر وفق الله الجميع لما يحبه ويرضاه ونسأل الله سبحانه وتعالى أن ينفعنا بما سمعنا ونسأله جل في علاه أن يرينا الحق حقا ويرزقنا اتباعه ويرينا الباطل باطلا ويرزقنا اجتنابه وصلى الله على نبينا كلما ذكره الذاكرون وغفل عن ذكره الغافلون وصلى عليه في الأولين والآخرين أفضل وأكثر وأزكى ما صلى على أحد من خلقه وزكانا وإياكم بالصلاة عليه أفضل ما زكى أحدا من أمته بصلاته عليه والسلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين أما بعد الحمد لله this evening we have with us Sheikh Arafat al-Muhammadi Allah and he mentioned some beautiful words of advice from that the advice with regards the importance of knowing the seer of Rasulullah so he began by mentioning Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's name and then sending salah and salam upon the messenger of Allah alayhi salam and then he mentioned the best speech is the book of Allah and the best guidance is the guidance of the blessed prophet Muhammad and the worst of the affairs are the newly invented matters for every newly invented matter is an innovation and every innovation is a misguidance and every misguidance is to the fire and after which follows to proceed he mentioned that this liqa or this gathering that alhamdulillah may this government be a blessed gathering and this gathering even though it is a few or a short period of time but we will speak about the honorable blessed prophet muhammad and he has become hard upon us an obligation upon us to know the messenger of allah such that he is the one whom allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had sent as the last of the messengers to clarify this deen to us allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose him Allah. he chose him from all of mankind to be the messenger the last of the messengers and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he mentioned allah allah knows whereby or whom he sends or whereby or whom he chooses to give his message to so allah subhanahu wa ta'ala chose him in a great matter and that matter is not only the the message that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent him with but also the matter of al-isra wal mi'raj which is the the night journey which the messenger ascended in that night journey above the heavens ascending first and foremost to from Mecca to Beit al-Maqdis then thereafter to then thereafter to uh, to above the seven heavens so here uh, the Sheikh mentioned that this occurrence happened before the hijrah from Mecca to Medina and this is from Masjid al-Haram to Beit al-Maqdis, then to 
to uh, to above the seven heavens, and this is by way of his ruh as well as his jasad, by way of his soul as well as his body. And this is the strongest position that the Sheikh mentioned, and the verse he quoted as proof showing that is the verse in Surah Al-Isra, from the beginning of Surah Al-Isra, Subhanalladhi asra bi abdihi laylan min al-masjid al-haram ila al-masjid al-aqsa alladhi barakna hawlah linuriyahu min ayatina innahu huwa al-sami'u al-basir. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that is high from any imperfection or any deficiency, the one who raised his servant, such that he raised him in that night, in that night of ascension, which is the Laylat al-Isra al-Mi'raj, from Masjid al-Haram to Masjid al-Aqsa, the one who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made blessed, the one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made blessed, that he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may show you some of his signs. Indeed, he is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the, the all-hearing, or the perfect hearing and the perfect seeing, subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then, the Shaykh mentioned, after he mentioned the verse, he mentioned that the Messenger, sallallahu not only was raised by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised him above the heavens, not only in terms of his body and in terms of his soul, but also yaqadatan, he was awake. It wasn't a dream as some of the people or ignorant ones say, but rather he was awake and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed him this blessed sign. And he was on a, a dab or a, a riding beast, which was called Burak, which was fast and it took him all the way to the bait, uh, to Bab Masjid al-Aqsa, uh, to the door of Masjid al-Aqsa, whereby he, sallallahu entered it and he entered it as an imam where he led the rest of the Anbiya. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specified him for this, to lead the rest of the prophets and messengers in the prayer. And also, the Shaykh mentioned another verse also, where it قُلْنَا لَكَ إِنَّ رَبَّكَ أَحَاطَ بِالنَّاسِ وَمَا جَعَلْنَا الرُّؤْيَا أَلَّتِ أَرَيْنَاكَ إِلَّا فِتْنَةً لِلنَّاسِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned this other verse, well, the Shaykh mentioned this other verse from the Quran which clarifies that this ru'ya, that this uh, uh, vision or this night journey that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed the Messenger وسلم, it wasn't just a vision, it was actually he was raised yani, in reality and this was a test for the people in itself. He said, uh, Except that it was a trial for the people. And the people started disputing amongst themselves. And likewise, thereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned about the, uh, uh, the, uh, the rest of the, the verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned. Allah mentions about the, the cursed uh, uh, tree that was mentioned in the Quran that we may test the people. Not only that, that we may bring fear to the people yeah, due to their severe transgression. And this is because of their dispute and turning away from believing that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent them as a test to see those who will believe in the message of Allah وسلم, and those who will deny and will fail that test. So here the message, this is proof, the first verses that we mentioned is proof that the Messenger وسلم, entered the Masjid al-Haram, uh, sorry, the Masjid al-Aqsa, and he led the people, the, he led the messengers in
prayer and that was in reality يعني, and يقذتن, meaning that is when he, يعني, he entered it and he was awake and he is not in a dream it wasn't just a vision it was whilst he وسلم, was awake and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he mentioned in the first part of that verse so said, Isra, Allah subhanahu wa mentioned subhana يعني, is glorifying himself and mentioning how great he glorified himself here to mention how great how great is the affair of Isra al-Mi'raj. And usually that is the case in many parts of the Quran where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins the verses by glorifying himself to show you what's going to come afterwards or what is to be mentioned afterwards is great indeed. And likewise, another proof that shows you that the Prophet was uh, awake and it was by in terms of his body as well as his soul is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said to him or said about him referring to him that the basar, the sight of the messenger وسلم, did not deviate it's not something that was uh, an image or vision that he just saw but rather it is something true and clear meaning that he saw it with his own eyes nor did it transgress or go beyond uh, seeing something that was real rather it was real and he saw it whilst he's Awake, another proof of that, which shows that that he led the the Anbiya in prayer and the real in the real sense, is the Hadith which is in Sahih Muslim, whereby uh, the Messenger وسلم, said that he led Jama'a min al Anbiya. He led the led a group of the Anbiya. He led a group of the Anbiya. Some of the scholars say, oh, this means only some of them. But in reality, this jama'ah here refers to he led them in congregation, not that he led only some of them. So the the the, the minya is not tab'idiyah, it's not that he led some of them, but rather he led them in congregation. Fi jama'ah. So he led them in congregation. Fa'idah Musa, a'imun yusalli. And so when he came upon the prophets and messengers, Musa والسلام, was standing praying. Naam. And likewise, Isa, والسلام, Isa ibn Maryam was also standing praying. And then he mentioned some of the characteristics of Isa والسلام, that he resembled ibn Mas'ud, the Thaqafi. And likewise, Ibrahim والسلام, was standing and praying. And then he likened uh, Musa, uh, he likened Ibrahim to himself. And then he, the, the prayer time came, and then he led them in the prayer. This is how the hadith uh, uh, in Sahih Muslim mentions the details um, of this particular salah. And there are other narrations that he, Sheikh Arafat, had mentioned also to show that the Prophet ﷺ led all of the Anbiya in the, يعني, in the Salah. Some of the scholars did say it was only some of the Anbiya. However, the strongest position, and Allah knows best, is that he prayed Salat al-Jama'ah over all of them. And this was mentioned by Imam al-Tabari rahimullah in his tafsir. And likewise, Imam al-Tahawi, or the scholar al-Tahawi, mentioned in his Mushkil al-Athar, and likewise, Al-Bayhaqi mentioned in Dala'il-Nabuwa, proof or narrations 
from that is the hadith Prophet that's the Prophet that the Prophet prayed with the Anbiya and he prayed and all of them he prayed with them the Salah and likewise is a narration uh, in Sunan Nisa'i the Prophet himself mentioned whereby the Prophet mentioned that the Anbiya were gathered to me meaning for me to lead them in the prayer and uh, the narration also mentions Jibril, that Jibreel put me forward until I bled them in the prayer and likewise in the Muslim Imam Ahmad uh, a particular word in which mentions that he prayed with him he led them all in the prayer he led them all in the prayer now no doubt there there uh, um, uh, he led them in the prayer but they were in the barzakh the life of barzakh the life period which is called barzakh so they were in that state they were in that state so they were not with the messengers with their bodies he says nor with their, were they with the messengers with their souls but we don't know how nor do we say and ask how and question how but what is known clearly is that their hayat is a hayat al-barzakhiyya, which is the after death. Yani, uh, once a person dies, he goes to the next stage, which is called the barzakh stage, in between this life and the raising up, yani raising up from the, or being resurrected from our graves. That period of time in between, or that stage is called barzakh. So they were in the barzakh uh, uh, period or stage and now nah, so they were in that stage and likewise uh, likewise scholars also mentioned uh, the specific nature of Isa والسلام, because Allah جل, he raised Isa ibn Maryam um, he raised him so and then he will come back uh, towards the end of time he raised him so he didn't die so he didn't die. So the specific nature of Isa as Allah Taala mentioned about him, Inni mutawafika that I will cause you warafiuka. And the mutawafika here doesn't mean it will, be, it will make him die at this point, but rather he will be in a period of time. Allah Subhanahu Taala will raise him, and then he will come back uh, to the earth. But he still, uh, still did not die. And that is mentioned in other verses. And, and also the Prophet Idris, والسلام, likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned that he said, عَلِيَّ, that we raised him to a high level or to high, yani to high, uh, uh, meaning that he's, he was raised up by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He was raised up by Allah. And that is proof that their particular state was specific as opposed to the rest of the prophets and messengers whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clearly had taken their souls and all of them had passed away. Now, in this, uh, in this narration, in other narrations also, they mentioned that the Prophet he saw Musa والسلام, and in other narrations, the Prophet saw Musa praying in his grave another, another time.
he saw him in another narration he saw he mentioned that he saw him in the sixth in the sixth heaven or the sixth level of paradise Naam. another time he saw him in different level of paradise so all of this shows us that this is hayat al-barzakhiya yani after death this is a life of after death where he saw him at different different uh, uh, places Naam. and the scholars mentioned that anyway so it's important for us to know the messenger of Allah وسلم, and know his seerah. This is just one example where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has raised and honored the messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He raised him, he honored him, and he raised him not only in this night journey, but he raised him in time in good manners. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said about him, that you did have been uh, given this blessed khuluq or great manner of great etiquette that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him with and likewise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him with other other blessings that he has mentioned and likewise in the hadith of the messenger where the messenger had mentioned about him so it's incumbent upon us to know his seerah and incumbent upon us to know his miracles that he وسلم, was given and it's incumbent upon us to know his characteristics and his shama'il that the messenger وسلم, himself was described with and it's important upon us for, to know that to know his virtues to know that which Allah honored him with that which no other person can reach and in his greatness for he وسلم, was a, upon a great stature a great etiquette and he was indeed a prophet that was honorable and that was blessed and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned he said he took me to billah wa rasulih that you believe in allah and his messenger and not only that he said took me to be and that you respect him you honor him even his rights you fulfill the rights that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed upon you to fulfill in terms of not only recognizing that he's the best of the worshippers and the best of those who had manners but also to follow him in that to know his life to know his uh, his daily routine that he used to do and his naam and the saadat al-abd indeed the happiness of a servant is in this life and the hereafter is if they follow him and they love him and they respect him as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has has raised his mention even his own mention has been raised and his level and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed him naam and shown that he has given him miracles and the greatest of the miracles is the Quran Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him the Quran and he revealed the Quran to him whilst he's an ummi and he could not read nor can he write but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised him for that he raised him with the Quran with the uh, by giving him the miracle of the Quran the greatness and the beauty of the Quran given to the best of the messengers and likewise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clarified his greatness by in, in its true sense really is that when we come to the salah and we testify that none has the right to be worshipped except Allah thereafter we mentioned that Muhammad وسلم, is his messenger Allah mentioned his name after he mentioned uh, his own name and he mentioned the process name after he mentioned his own name 
and he is the closest of people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in virtue and in uh, etiquette and in, in, in worship and in love. Indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has raised him with that. Khair upon khair. And he brought about this khair to us. And the one who brought about this khair will get the reward of all of those that follow him upon this khair. For the Messenger وسلم, himself said, whoever calls the people to guidance, then he will have the reward of all those that follow him upon this guidance. And likewise, whoever calls people to misguidance will have the wizard or the sin of, or the atham of all those that follow them upon that misguidance. And this uh, hadith which is, in, which is in Sahih Muslim. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no doubt, has raised the messenger of Allah وسلم, because he called us to all guidance. So imagine, he will have the reward of everyone that followed him in this deen, in this guidance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised him with the Quran, as we mentioned. And he made the Quran as a mu'jizah, as, as a miracle, no doubt. And he sent it to the, to the jinn and mankind that this Quran was sent to the jinn and mankind. The messenger likewise was sent to the jinn and mankind. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specified the messenger of Allah to be, to be uh, even in the battlefield where he was given the ability to cause fear uh, amongst the enemy, the distance of a month, the distance of a month's journey. Likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specified the Messenger of Allah وسلم, to make halal him the booty thereafter. Allah subhanahu wa specified the Messenger وسلم, where he gave him, he said, that the earth was made for me purified and also a place to pray. And even if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala were to bring all of the Anbiya and the Messengers this time, then they would surely have followed him. They would surely uh, 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 be incumbent upon them to follow him. For he is the the Imam of all of the prophets and messengers. And he's a mercy to all of mankind. Allah specified him with that. And he, uh, he had the keys of that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given him to whatever Allah specified him with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specified him with salah, with the Jum'ah, with the Friday, being the best days of the week. Allah specified him with uh, miracles after miracles, those that he had mentioned in his sunnah. And from the best of them, the best of the miracles of the Quran. Allah specified his own city, Medina, such that no plague or epidemic uh, disease will enter it, nor, any, nor will the Dajjal be able to enter it. Enter it. Allah subhanahu wa specified for the angels to be on the outskirts of Medina to protect Medina from any of that. And likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specified the Messenger to be the leader, leader of the, the believers to the best of the children of Adam and their father, Abun Lahum Lil Mu'mineen. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specified him with this, with the Naam, with the da'wah that he himself, out of his mercy, the Rasul out of his mercy, has specified his own da'wah or his, his vocation to be on the day of judgment for his ummah. Where all of the other prophets and messengers have used their uh, uh, supplications in this life, but the Messenger وسلم, was specified to have his supplication uh, be accepted in the hereafter. That is the shafa'atul udma, the intercession which he will be given in that Maqam Mahmood, that blessed praise station that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed him with. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
Naam has forgiven his sins, past and and uh, and and future sins. Allah subhanahu wa taala specified him even in the battlefield, whereby angels would fight with him against those who fought him against his enemies. And likewise, Allah subhanahu wa taala specified him such that in the graves we are asked about him. Not only are we asked, "Man Rabbuk," we are also asked. Who is this one that was sent to you? Meaning the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So Allah specified him to be mentioned in the grave and for us to be questioned about about him. And likewise Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will specify the Messenger وسلم, for he will be the first to be raised up from the ground. He will be the first whereby the earth will open and the messengers will be the first resurrected and he will be clothed with a green robe and likewise Allah specified him specified him specified him to be the first that will pass the sirat which is finer than a sword sharper than a sword and finer than a hair he'll be the first to go over the sirat and we cannot gather them all here Allah specified him with the kawthar. Allah specified him with the kawthar when he mentioned inna atainaka al-kawthar. Likewise, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specified him with the hawd, the pool. The pool whereby the believers will go towards it to drink. That is the pool of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And there are many other the virtues of the Messenger of Allah, but we have only mentioned some of them here. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of those who love Him and follow Him. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us our shortcomings. Jazallah khair to Shaykh Arafat for his uh, enlightful uh, uh, advice. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala place it in his scales of good deeds.